intro, intro song, intro song might get put in right here if we want to do a lot of post-production edits. And well, we don't, so that's gonna, what's going to be right there. Beautiful. <laughs> you have a, you, you know what you should do? You should uh, sell your songs to other podcasts. I, I could, I could do that. I feel like we may have talked about this before. Never mind. <laughs> I'm, it's literally getting to the point where I'm losing track of the things that we have already talked about. Uh, it's, it's all good. It, which is not really surprising because my memory is terrible. Yeah. But anyway. Well, uh, let's welcome so everybody is, back for joining us. I don't, I, yes. This is the file drawer. This is the file drawer. Uh, so what's going two. on? This is take two because I messed up the tech on the first one. <laughs> maybe, uh, we'll, maybe we'll just edit that at the beginning of uh, this intro and whatever. Yeah. It's early, you know. It's it's eight thirty ish in the morning for me over here. So I'm still I'm working on my second cup of coffee. Second, all right. I haven't had any this morning. What? I need some. I need some coffee in my life. Right, it's, it's noon your your time. No, it's, it's uh, almost noon. It's yeah. almost noon. But uh, yeah, man. So what, what's going on with you? Oh, you know, just sitting here drinking coffee. All just right, living, just living my life. <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's kind of rainy out here today, which is surprising. Uh, actually, I wouldn't call it rain. I would call it misty. It's mm. misty outside. Mm. Uh, kind of yeah. humid. It kind of feels like a, a rainforest. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll try to transition back to what we were talking about before. <laughs> I know. Smoothly, well, but it's not smooth. So I'm just going to say this. Before uh, we stopped recording, because we messed up on the first recording, we were talking about how we need to start maybe publicizing the podcast, because I only think about 10 people listen yeah. to this podcast, yeah. and how I kind of have a despise or disdain for maybe that's too hard of a word, but I dislike for like self promotion and like marketing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I realize that it's needed and important to everything, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it, well, I don't know what that's about. Maybe I need you to, just want you want the quality of the work to speak for itself. Yeah, it's almost like I just want you know the, you people, people, people to find it. And be like, oh, this is good. <laughs> oh, this is good, or 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 this is entertaining enough for me to yeah. put it into my to my mix of um, uh, my rotation of podcasts, right. which is still the goal. But we need to get people to actually to that first step, which is finding it. Yeah, then to know it exists. And that yeah. that's important. Yeah, that's important. I, I mean, I've I have spent many uh, lots of time thinking about this because running my website for as long as I have, there's always this. Uh, tension between writing new articles and just writing the best content that you possibly can versus marketing the stuff that you've already written. Hmm, uh, yeah. And I always hate marketing the stuff that I've written. I like just I like the idea of kind of what you just said. My writing being so good that when somebody just randomly stumbles across it, they're like, "Oh my god, yeah. this is incredible! I need to keep reading it." And I, uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, that uh, that's unrealistic in the world yeah. of internet. Because there's yeah. so much content out in the world. Um, there's, I mean, endless, endless amount of things out in the world for people to consume. And, yeah, I mean, anything that you can do, that you do, uh, basically, I mean, it'll get buried <laughs> if you yeah. don't have any sort of marketing. And I think marketing, it probably should start just with your own, you know, networks to start off with, you know, who you know. Right. But yeah, I think it definitely needs to uh, expand out at some point in time. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I basically use my my marketing is putting a link in a tweet, yeah. uh, and going out to my t- my Twitter followers. That's yeah. about all I do. Yeah. So, and I, I yeah. found I found myself I, I need to maybe dive <laughs> deeper into this, but I found myself like wanting to be like a 
contrarian, contrarian of sorts. Um, you know, sort of against the, I don't want to tweet. I don't know. <laughs> you know, people are doing this. I don't want to do it. Um, you're, you're a digital hipster. No, but I'm, I'm not a hipster though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Even no, that. You're, you're a digital hipster. Yeah. So it doesn't have anything to do with looking like a hipster. <laughs> it's how you act on the internet. Oh man. <laughs> All these people tweeting. I'm done with that. I yeah. want to do something else. And I sent you this article. Um, it wasn't an article. It was a video. It's a video. I, I, sent, I sent you Keep a video. article. I don't know. Well, you, you know, because I got the video actually from some, uh, like, post or whatever. Right. It might have been on Huffington Post or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? The article itself was about – or the, when I say article, I use that with quotes. I use that word loosely. Um, someone, you know, wrote maybe a blog or something. But that the topic of that was about something else. I think – I don't remember exactly what it was about. But inside the article, they had an embedded video, which talked about a person doing a study on how, like, I don't even remember what it was about. I haven't, what was the title of it? Let's see. I don't have it. Uh, why do all hipsters look the same? So a person, uh, I guess, in, in a mathematics uh, mm-hmm. program, hey. graduate yeah. program, published a paper in some journal, mathematics journal, um, trying to calculate or trying to understand why hipsters all look the same and the general idea is that you know everybody's trying so hard to be a contrarian. They're they're really not paying attention to any of the other sort of changes in the social uh, ether, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they eventually just start. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Look at all the same, and then you don't right. know you don't notice that you look the same when you're so embedded in that group. So right. you, you know, everybody has plaid shirts. You don't notose. Yeah, you just think it's all <laughs> unique. It, it was an interesting. Idea and video is kind of funny. I'm wondering though how. So I'm 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 trying to think. Some people have accused me of being a hipster. So I'm trying to think about myself, you know, through this kind of lens. And I'm wondering if it's more a matter of. I guess I guess the assumption that I don't know that I 100% agree with is that every hipster-looking person is trying to be contrarian, and maybe people adopt that look because they actually want to join this group of. However, they perceive you know the the hipster genre or the hipster group of people like they actually are seeking membership in a group who shares their values. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely some interesting uh, social you know cognitive things that could be explored. Yeah, um, which I, is, I don't know what my motivation is. I guess like having a beard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> what's well, a th- well? That's a thing. You know, I hate that the the beard has been. I mean, co opted, co opted, or whatever. By this idea of hipsters, or like now that you know, people talk about lumber, yeah, sexual, lumber, whatever, sexual. lumber metrosexual, or something like that. And I'm like, look, I could grow facial hair, maybe not as young as middle school, but yeah, no, facial hair probably sometime in middle school, in high school. I mean, if, if I chose to grow a beard, I'd just grow a beard, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why can't you just grow a beard without the sake <laughs> of like you're trying to uh, be uh, part of some trend? <laughs> yeah, like it, it, you know. That's why mine often, you know, I'll change it. Yeah. I'll, I'll just change it because I'm like, oh, I don't feel like shaving. Oh, right. simple, simple as that. Why, why'd you grow a beard? I did, didn't feel like buying these expensive razors. <laughs> you know, that, shaving, the process of shaving is not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable, you know. It's like yeah. whatever. I, I haven't gone to the store to buy any more shaving cream. It could be yeah. a many of reasons why the beard all of a sudden happens. Right. Um, or maybe you're trying to make social commentary. Maybe I'm trying to make a statement about the world. Uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, so, do you remember the first time you shaved? Hmm. You said it was middle school for you. Did, was that a, I, I don't a, know if I shaved. I, I, I'm talking about like just having some facial hair. So it might sure. have been just like the whiskers and stuff popping right. out. I, I remember my first shave. Do you? Uh, 
I remember I shaved off my little boy mustache <laughs> in sixth grade. And then what grew back was a big man mustache? <laughs> no, I mean it took some process. But but I was definitely a, an early bloomer. But I remember that this girl was making fun of me. She called me Mustache Boy. <laughs> call, call I finally you snapped. Man Boy. Man Boy. And I man shaved child. it off. And I remember for like a day and a half, I just couldn't stop like rubbing my upper lip on like my nose. You kind of we don't have video, but kind of like scrunching up my lips and like yeah. rubbing my lips because it was an incredibly weird feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was my entrance into the world of shaving. Yeah, I think your skin has to adjust to the idea of shaving, man. Probably until it does, it's like it just feels. My brain needed to adjust. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you sent me a video about hipsters. It'll put it in the show notes. It's yeah. at the, the file drawer uh, dot audio backslash episodes backslash three one. Yeah. Boom. You know, when we post these videos, I always have to make sure I actually change that URL from the default. Yes, me too. I've on several occasions I have published it and then gone to to market it on Twitter and realized that I didn't change the URL mm. and that it's this long nasty one. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you know I do have a Twitter account. We should be friends. Why aren't we following each other? Here's the thing. So I, I like um, it. Almost like I want to be able to have two Twitter identities, where I can like follow people like who are just silly type stuff, mm-hmm. and then a pro, like more professional Twitter. Mm, you could do that. I know. I know. I just I have to set up the other one. That's a lot so, of work, though. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, then you have to manage two accounts. It's kind yeah. of annoying, but um, yeah. So. I think Twitter is a very interesting service, and if I ever, if this job thing ever gets worked out, and I am actually starting a new job at some point, I'm going to have to write about it because I would say Twitter is eighty percent the reason that I have gotten, if I, you know, if this everything works out, that I have gotten this job. Yeah, um, it's a, it's an interesting tool to to if you use it in a in a certain way. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a record of things that you put out. Like I said, this is the the you know. The world is – the internet is, is built around the content now that people can provide. It, you know, like um, for I, I, I think this is the base of what everybody was calling Web 2.0, you know, a couple of years ago or whatever. Maybe people are still using that phrase. But the idea that, um, you know, you the end users basically build the content, you know. Uh, Twitter is just a platform. But essentially what makes Twitter work is people using it interacting throughout it, you know, things like that. Um, but Twitter itself, actually, they probably do post their own, like, Twitter stuff. But in general, um, it beca- it gains value from the user right. putting out content. Right. Any, any social network is like that. And that, yeah. I think the main thing that I have gotten out of Twitter is that it allows you to take part in conversations with people yeah. you don't normally have access to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some some people don't run, you know, some really big name celebrities don't run their own Twitter accounts, yeah, yeah. and it's just a, a PR person or whatever. But there's a surprising amount of people, especially if you're not trying to target these huge celebrities who run their own Twitter accounts and will respond to you. And over time, you can develop relationships with these people through just the conversations that you have on on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and that has been useful to me in kind of the the realm that we exist in in organizational development. I mean, I follow a lot of people who are doing interesting things in org development, and I it lets me stay right on the kind of yeah. edge of the conversations that are happening in that sphere and allows me to participate in it as well and become like kind of a known person in this conversation that's happening on on Twitter. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I like it. Although Twitter does some, ha, as a company, has done questionable things around kind of freezing out third-party uh, developers and kind of clamping down on their system as they try to monetize and make money for their investors. So there, there has been some counter-movements to Twitter. Have you ever heard of app.net? Um, no, I haven't. It was basically a, a Twitter, an attempted Twitter replacement where you pay a membership uh, fee, but there was no... There was like very robust APIs that developers could use, and and it was more kind of run by the the users, but it failed. Oh, with with things like this, I mean, the network effect is huge. Yeah, it, these only become valuable if everybody that you want to talk to is there. And you know what? I mean, the name Twitter sounds sexier than this. What was that? What <laughs> was that? The, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so it's a kind of a branding thing. Um, speaking of social media, it's, it's all that you have a note about. Holy crap, Reddit is exploding. What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> All right. So I, I don't know how much I need to explain what Reddit is. Basically, Reddit is a, a website where people submit content, whether they're articles or things they've written or just pictures, whatever. And then the community up, upvotes them, things that they like. And Reddit is broken into lots of different subreddits by topic. And anybody can make a subreddit on anything. So there are some really cool subreddits that I follow, like hockey and the Detroit Red Wings and personal development. But there are also just unconscionable subreddits out there, like just harassing, uh, borderline illegal type topics. And for the, up until this point, Reddit has kind of just taken a very hands-off approach to that. You know, kind of just providing the platform, and as long as blatantly illegal things are not happening on it, subreddits could could just happen and, and on their merry way. Yesterday, they banned handful of subreddits that they deemed as harassing subreddits um the most the largest one is one called fat people hate mm-hmm. and oh, actually I'm, I'm on it now it looks a lot better than it did yesterday um anyway though they banned it and people I, I think a relatively small group of people but a very vocal group of people just went off like went nuts about censorship and reddit like losing its way and, and calls for the ceo's um resignation and who's the ceo right now uh, uh ellen powell okay you, you might recognize her name because she was involved in a uh, discrimination lawsuit uh from kleiner smith perkins a mm-hmm. uh, big investment firm in um san francisco that she actually ultimately lost um uh, but she's the the ceo of reddit now i think she might be because the interim ceo i'm not actually sure but anyway um reddit exploded to like the front page it looks a lot cleaner now but there's still some stuff up on the front page of reddit the most outed stuff that is just really offensive and critical of her and just are you looking at it right now i'm opening it up right now so, like, top 10, like, the 10 thing that I'm seeing on my front page right now is a swastika that says, down with Chairman Powell. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a bunch of stuff with obese people and, and name-calling, and it's just really interesting to see how things uh, have just exploded because of this, this. What I think is actually a fairly reasonable thing for a public, not a publicly traded, but for a... a, a a company that has taken on a lot of investment and has investors that need that probably don't want to be associated with a website that allows this really offensive behavior to to happen. Yeah. And I think we're seeing we're seeing a transition of Reddit from this 
you know, years ago when they first started, kind of counterculture, anything goes, laissez-faire, libertarian almost uh, approach to user content to a more curated, uh, some would say censored approach to what you can do on the internet. And some people are not handling it well. Yeah. You know, I, um, can you hear me still? Yeah. All right. I sound, sound beautiful. I sound low to, my, low to myself. Anyway. Mm. But um, an interesting thing is um, I wonder what the original uh, founders would think. I think they're still involved with the company. But I heard an interview with Alex Ohanian mm-hmm. on uh, the Joe Rogan Experience, which was actually pretty interesting, man. The, the guy seemed like, you know, like he had kind of good intentions. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it seemed like it got, I kind of like it was like I had bad respect after listening to the interview for him and sort of what he uh, um, sort of sort of visualized, read it as being or becoming. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, this kind of connects to our previous conversation, like with Twitter. Um, his whole thing is open platform. Like he mm-hmm. was like, if people can take all the you know all the information. I mean, this might have changed since they either became publicly traded or whatever. This might have been revised, but so originally. It's just pretty much just open access so to like you right. know, the code and whatever. He goes, if someone can take this and make it better, go for it. You, you know, yeah. it, it, he was very positive about you know moving this sort of um, this world forward. You know, this uh, internet, I guess, world yeah. forward and stuff like that. So, and, uh, and I, I guess the problem is what. So, if you have this totally open platform and it and the predominant, the most vocal users are terrible people who want to do terrible things. Yeah. What? What is? What? When do you step in and not allow that to happen, or when yeah. do you just say, "Well, you know, this is an open platform and people can do what they want," and now it's just a cesspool of terribleness? That's that's tough. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's making me really not want to spend time on Reddit anymore. <laughs> I mean, but the nice thing is, though, like you can you can subscribe to specific subreddits, and then your front page. It will just be the subreddits that you subscribe to. So if I go to my front page with the stuff, you know, like fitness and space and hockey and yeah. things like that, it's perfectly fine. That you can't tell that anything is exploding over on the front page. So yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting to see how uh, how a pretty small uh, – maybe people wouldn't argue it's a small action, but pro- how, how action taken by the CEO like this can just explode into something pretty crazy. Yeah. That's um. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. It's not even you know. It's not even like responsibility to, you know, their, um, I guess investors and things like that. But it's like, you know, any sort of progress requires sort of bold moves by people. You know. Yeah. And so, I don't know if you envision a world twenty years from now that you know we we don't. <laughs> Uh, talk to each other. I mean, you know, people might say this is socialist or whatever. I don't know. Or we don't, you know, talk to people in that way. I mean, I think it is important for. Well, not only it's important. It's a, yeah, large companies that have power when they take that first step. I think it uh, definitely uh, can help uh, uh, speed along progress a little a little quicker. Um, right, and, and but I mean. So to take the take the side of the argument that I don't actually really believe in, but the 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 philosophical argument is okay. So they censored these specific subreddits. Yeah, yeah. Why why won't they censor other things they find objectionable that maybe I I personally wouldn't find objectionable? Like yeah. What if what if Powell suddenly decided you know what hockey hockey is just not 
you know, something we want on this site. We're banning yeah. all the hockey suburbs. So I what, have a problem with that argument because, I mean, yeah, philosophically, I guess I could see that. But realistically, there's nothing objectionable about it. And I can see a vast difference between a subreddit that is expressly developed to make fun of and ridicule and harass overweight people versus a one where people are talking about hockey. Yeah. Yeah, and I can yeah, it's I can just, definitely yeah. see both sides, you know. Yeah, but it's just interesting. Well, and, and the way that people have responded to it, there's one thing to disagree with the action and then respond to it like an adult. Uh, there has been no adult responding in the past 36 hours to what has happened yeah. on, on Reddit. Maybe just a bunch of angry children. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet. They're probably not all children. <laughs> they probably are adults. Oh, I know. Um, They're just acting like children, though. Uh, is what I'm I, I haven't seen the movie, but The Purge. Have you heard of that movie? Uh, is that when one day a year the laws go yeah, away, yeah. do whatever you want? Yeah. So I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. But maybe there needs to be some sort of internet purge where just one day out of a year, you get to troll as many people as you want, you know, <laughs> you know the rest of the time you put up whatever, and then the rest you can't, just to get it out, just to get it out of the people's system, yeah. you know? I have a feeling that wouldn't get it out of anybody's system, that yeah. it would actually just, uh, Make them. Actually, this reminds me of uh, some psychology experiment that I don't remember the details of specifically, but I guess remember broad strokes of, which yeah. is people always talk about you know, if you're really angry, you know, like getting your anger out by beating up on a pillow or something. Yeah. Um, it's like something good to do. You know, get the anger out. And I'm pretty sure there is research out there that shows that that's not actually true. And all it really does is kind of uh, encourage the, the anger and amplify it. Yeah, I, I, would, I would imagine so. So, always, so what your idea here is just created more trolls than we had before. It wasn't my idea. It was a Purge idea. It was a movie right. idea. <laughs> I, well, the one thing I remember about The Purge, having not seen it at all, is I remember, yeah. uh, I think it was a comic, I don't, one of the web comics that I read occasionally, saying that, you know, there's this one guy during The Purge who is like sitting at home falsifying all of his tax documents. <laughs> Instead of like going out and Instead killing Instead of people. going out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like that would be, I feel like that would be me. Like I'm like, how can I get the biggest bang for my buck on this one day of no laws? Let's do some, let's do some white collar crime. That's hilarious. Um, This is making me think about something else I heard on Joe Rogan experience. Uh, Have you heard about the the Silk Road? Oh yeah. 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 The guy got life in prison. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, he basically just created a platform for people to, Operate an online black market. He did a little bit more than that too. He also h- hired assassins or hitmen, and did not know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a great two part. He, he, he did that. Yeah, yeah. The, yep. The yeah. dread dread pirate Roberts. Uh, he <laughs> he had hired a hitman to kill someone because one of the kind of the breaks in the case is that the undercover officer um, ended up being like the guy he tried to hire to kill someone. Wow. And uh, there's a, I think it's in Wired. The past two months have been long articles about this. Um, and, and honestly, I've only skimmed them at a kind of high level, but I did read that part. And uh, it's it's interesting because the guy, super bright guy, did, you know, I think he did like really well in school, and probably borderline genius. I mean, yeah. he created this thing, but, and, and also started it from, I wouldn't say pure intentions, but with, philosophical reasoning as to why, you know, basically libertarian that people should be able to buy and sell whatever they want among consenting adults. Yeah. Um, but the the money and the power that came with it seemed to uh, 
kind of go get to him a, a little bit and just really spiraled out of control. Yeah, it's just wasted. It's, it's such a sense of wasted potential with somebody who obviously could have done something maybe productive in in the world, but is now going to be sitting in a prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, there's actually a documentary that um, someone produced or direct, you know, made. Uh, it might be on Netflix. I, I'm not sure, but if you just search for a Silk Road documentary, you can probably find it. But it, the guy who, uh, not um, not Keanu Reeves, but the other guy who was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, yeah. he's the one who uh, directed the, the documentary. So gotcha. I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but it, it seems like it would be interesting just to check out. Definitely. I remember when I was in um, like college, man, not quite Silk Road, but uh, I got really involved into like – you know, the bootleg movies and stuff. Oh, yeah, me too. Were, and, you, uh, a, what, were you a Kazaa man or, or Bear Share? Or, would, I was, um, well, so I'm saying, I, I ended up finding IRC, uh, which yeah, yeah. was basically how they distributed this stuff before it got onto like Kazaa mm-hmm. or Napster and all this stuff. And people would just set up their servers. And, I, I, you know, at NC State, we had like T3s, some very fast internet speed uh, servers. So would you be able to like FTP into somebody's server and grab the files that you wanted? Uh, there was basically um, some type of FTP type thing mm-hmm. set up through IRC. There's mm-hmm. like in a follow protocol, and basically you set up your computer as a server, yeah, and it would just make posts. You have X move X uh, X Y Z movie, and when people would want it, they would you know you type some protocol in to download it, and you would just leave that up running. And I would you know because I was doing that, I was actually getting all the all the movies. Before, because you would basically work with these, you would basically, and I would say work with, I'd never talk to anybody, but you would basically um, get in with the people, I guess, encoding the films. And mm-hmm. like, so you almost had like these different uh, t- groups of people. Yeah, that, I've that recognized that like there's certain, Shadow even Cat now, and, even you know, now with like that. downloading stuff from Pirate Bay, not yeah. that I do that uh, at all. Uh, there's always like a tag on the the file with yeah. some sort of group name. Yeah, so there was this one called Shadow Realm back in the day. Actually, you know what? This is all allegedly. Let me. I don't know. Allegedly. allegedly, I feel like I, I recognize. I remember some some part of my brain recognizes the Shadow Realm. Yeah. I never, I never use my computer. I, I was just telling a story. Philosoph. <laughs> we're talking about people we know. Yeah, we're talking about things. Anyway, but um. I don't know how all that stuff works. In, in <laughs> They'd be I'll, really I'll, sad if we both are arrested. After this. All, all I know is, like back in the day, like to make, yeah. um, uh, you know, to make examples out of people. There are definitely like these movie companies were would come down hard. Yeah, obviously. like suing for real, like huge yeah. lawsuits. I mean, there's there's like you know parents of kids who've gotten sued for like music yeah. and stuff, man. And it, even if you don't have to end up paying the the ultimate like penalty, like paying for lawyers Settlement. and stuff, man. Yeah. Like, what yeah. do you? What do you do? You know, yeah, they so. would usually offer to settle for a lot less, but even that would be well, it's, it's more, more than, than nothing. Yeah, it's more than like the normal human, yeah. you know, the normal worker could ever do. So, yeah, yeah. So I, basically, I was like using so much bandwidth. I got a um, message from my IT. They were like, "Yeah, uh, you need to stop doing whatever, whatever you're you do. doing because way <laughs> too much is going out." Yeah. <laughs> That's know? funny. So yeah, I, def- I stopped after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Scared, scared to straight. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It wasn't, <laughs> wor- it wasn't worth it. But I, I do remember like people would come around trying to sell bootleg movies, and I'm like, oh, I already got that. What, what do you need? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like we have our friends. Like, I, I might say it happened all the time, but it definitely happened at least once. It's like it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, uh, uh, good stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, Jinx. 
You owe me a Coke. Um, <laughs> Why did that phrase, you owe me a Coke, come about? I have no idea. I never say, I just say jinx. And then you me too. I, don't, I never really said, you owe me a Coke either. But I felt like the you owe me a Coke thing was the more uh, culturally acceptable or like everybody else always said that. Yeah, that's why we just stopped saying it. <laughs> right, we're done. We're done. See, they're bringing back uh, Crystal Pepsi. I did, I did see that. I, I thought, did you I ever? Thought, I thought I've never had a, it. I thought it was a um, maybe. Uh, okay, maybe I, I, I thought maybe someone probably, yeah, but I saw the, probably the same thing that you saw. I probably just it. saw the headline. You know, there's a rumor. I don't know if it was true, but they stopped selling it because someone found a syringe in one or something like that. What? Did you did you not hear that? Like, no. Maybe it was a rumor. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> syringe. That's messed up. Crystal. Uh, was it Crystal Pepsi or Crystal Coke? I think it's Crystal Pepsi. Okay. Um, I know that. You know so the needle so, and Pepsi. It's on Snopes. Okay. So what's Snopes say? True or not? Uh, let's open up though. By the way, so I love it how I just automatically trust Snopes. But who's who's Snoping Snopes? You know. Anyway, <laughs> who watches The Watchmen? Well, so this one is different. This this one is actually the the claim is that syringes were found in cans of Pepsi, mm. and so they're saying it's false. And, mm. um, but I thought it was the clear Pepsi. Um, so maybe that would be helpful because then you could eat the syringe. Maybe there's differences, that, you know. I do know, you know, so the recent Coke cans have like the share a Coke with, and then it has like a name or a title of somebody. Yeah. I know, I don't remember what name it was, but there was some disgruntled employee who threw, I guess, dirt into a certain, into a batch of those. And it was all like the same name. So it was like, be on the lookout for like Michael. Those wow. are the ones with the dirt in them. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty yeah. gross. <laughs> it is gross. You know, I, you know, when I start, th- I'm way too over, you know, analytical about everything. But when I allow myself to just like overthink stuff, I'm often like, I don't even like getting fast food from any place. Like, mm. what? What, <laughs> yeah. what? Not even like the workers there. I'm not saying the workers there necessarily do anything, but just anything that's produced through some factory. What? How many rat droppings? Because there, there's like a, allowable levels of rat droppings. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? So it's you ever. Like, uh, uh, you ever read The Jungle? No. What is that? Oh, mean? you need to. That'll that'll make you rethink all processed meat. Yeah. And also make you glad you don't live in I'm I think it was the early 20th century. Um make uh, yeah. Little little some get some fingers in your sausage. Oh, it, oh god. All right. We had to read it in high school, I remember. Uh, no. Walton Sinclair. No. Um I see that you so, got, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. No, I don't have anything. I was about to do a major transition, so you go ahead. I was going to, too. I see that you have the Apple WWWDC. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have uh, that. Keynote. Uh, yeah. What, 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 what's that about? Uh, so Apple's in the midst of their yearly developer conference, and on Monday they had their main keynote that they do every year. So I, I watched it, or I watched three quarters of it. Uh, so they announced iOS 9 coming out in the fall. Uh, they announced the next version of the OS 10 operating system for the computers uh, it's called El Capitan um, <laughs> they're going with uh, I love that. they're going with California places and it's interesting so Apple has done this thing with their operating systems in the past um, they're now on a yearly cycle which they didn't used to be but they have done one where so there was a operating system called Lion and then the one after it was called Mountain Lion and it really Lion introduced a ton of new features 
um, but was kind of shaky stability-wise and performance-wise. And then Mountain Lion the following year introduced almost no features, but was really just uh, a release to tighten up the previous one. And they did the same thing earlier with a, a release called Leopard, and then they released Snow Leopard. So this one isn't as explicit as that, but they didn't really announce that many new features, and the current operating system is called Yosemite, and El Capitan is within Yosemite. So people are kind of anticipating this release being one of those clean things up, make it more stable, make it better performing, and not necessarily blockbuster uh, features or anything. Because actually last year with Yosemite was a major visual refresh to yeah. the operating system. So there's not that kind of shock value to, to this one. And it looks interesting. There's a few new, new features, but nothing... Um, mind-blowing. Um, and then they also released, which I don't have on our notes here, the Watch OS 2 uh, for Apple Watch, which basically now developers will be able to create apps that run natively on the watch uh, instead of what they've had to do up to this point, which is basically, it, the easiest way to explain it would be the phone kind of projects the app to the watch. All the logic runs on the phone and is then shown on the watch, which, as you can imagine, has some performance issues uh, with load times and things of that nature. But now they're having access to actually creating apps that live exclusively on the watch. So kind of interesting. And then this, the last part was Apple. The part So up to this point, the, the keynote was really good. Uh, iOS 9, good stuff. Uh, El Capitan, very good stuff. The watch OS 2, well done. And then they do... Um, they announced this thing called Apple Music. I think that's what it's called. But I, and this is the part of the presentation that I didn't see at all, but I was following along on Twitter. And I guess it just like went off the rails. Like it was long and boring and nonsensical, not clear at all what the actual product was. Uh, Drake went up there for a while and just kind of rambled. Eddie Q, one of the executives was like, spent a lot of time like describing like how to make a playlist and then like listening to clips of music up there. People just said it was really weird to, to see. And there's been some interesting theories as to why that was so unApple like. Um, one theory is that up in that they had intended to potentially announce something about Apple TV. Uh, but made a very kind of last-second decision to cut it from the keynote and decided to put this in instead. So it just wasn't as well rehearsed or thought out as everything else that was in the presentation. Um, so yeah, that's that's what Apple is is up to uh, right now. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of uh, accidental tech podcasts, oh, yeah. which I, I, it's one of probably my one of my new favorite podcasts. I mean, I can't that's trust cool. enough yeah. if, you, if you like that type of stuff. To hear people who can intelligently talk about it is good because I right, can't real, really. Real quick, who's your favorite on that on that podcast of the three uh, guys? You know, I haven't, I can't really distinguish. Tom Part yet? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But uh, I'll think about it for next time. Okay. But um, so I, I don't want to you know recover over you know anything that you can listen to in their podcast, but check them out. But um, was just kind of I, I told you I, I was thinking about perhaps buying a Mac right in the future. Um, just because I like the idea that I can do a you know dual load with Windows and mm-hmm. um, you know and the Apple whatever iOS or whatever and, OS ten yeah yeah and Apple products seem to do better you know with all the sort of recording that I'm interested in and getting into it right. seems to do better with um, uh, in terms of setup 
You know, it's yeah, just, just I mean, it's much easier for yeah. plug and play. Yeah, I mean, of... you can add multiple mics to your computer easily with the Windows. Yeah. You have to do some crazy, you know, crazy stuff if you can even do it. So, um, I, I like I like it for that purpose. You know, it may want to get into more sort of um, things like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, one of the one of the things that I noticed, I was so I was in Best Buy, kind of looking around at computers, kind of playing around. Um, they released a, a MacBook. I don't know when. Uh, the uh, MacBook recently. One, or that Marco calls the MacBook One. Yeah, yeah. and um, the, and, you know, I, the funny thing is, I had just been talking about like you know the idea of every all these things just need to come together and come up come up with uh, a shared sort of connector instead of this uh, yeah, nonsense. Yeah. I had just been talking about it before I even heard this, and see <laughs> that. Um, and I first read an article talking about it, but now I actually see. Or then I heard accidental tech talking about this, but it's the USB C port. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this new computer only has one port on it, yep. uh, with the, which is the USB-C. That you, it's reversible. You can turn it over. It doesn't have to go in a certain direction. Yep. Um, I've seen examples of where you can actually power your computer with like a battery backup through that port. So mm-hmm. it basically can go both uh, bi-directional in terms of right. you know, things and things in it. However, it just has one port, which is for yeah. me it seems problematic. You, obviously, you can they're going to start creating uh, hubs and stuff in um, – conversion cords and stuff like that. But I just don't get why get don't we why. have one. Um, cause that could sound be- like John Syracuse right now. He's yeah, the one. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like yeah. it's not necessary. It's, yeah. It's I don't know. Until, until you can like guarantee every workstation is going to be, have like Bluetooth enabled or everything you can set up like that. I don't see why you would just have one port on top of that. Uh, the, what the big thing that I really liked about Apple computers and I, and I say this as I'm looking at my HP computer power cord, is that MagSafe. You know, uh, that, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The ability for that magnetic connection that easily breaks. Right. Um, and there's articles that are published – not published. But again, I use this pub- – <laughs> there's articles on the internet where people have like tried to do the physics and compute the physics. Uh, yeah, uh, of figuring it, out whether it will work like that. Yeah. yeah. How, well, well, basically, will it pull your computer off your uh, table. table if you trip <laughs> over it? And I, I thought yeah. that was hilarious. But yeah. And so that's all I can really talk about. I, I can't, again, talk right. more intelligently See, about it, but I, know, if, I give my if, opinion. If I was not doing any sort of recording, if, I, if podcasting was not a thing that I was interested in, I would be very interested in the MacBook One because it really appeals to the, the, the minimalist in me. Mm-hmm. Like I like the idea of a laptop having no cords at all, that everything's wireless and I can yeah. get it it's super thin and I can do the work I need to do on it and I don't need to worry about plugging things in. But just in terms of, of functionality right now, I don't think it would be the best computer for me because yeah. I'm looking at my computer right now. I have a USB mic plugged into it. I have Ethernet plugged in, so I have good connection while we record. I have power cording because you don't want to be recording a podcast on battery power. It's So, yeah, it just doesn't seem like – because if I'm sure there will – like you said, there will be a hub that I could buy. But that doesn't – now I have a computer that still has a bunch of cords, but I now I had to buy a hub to plug yeah. everything into. And I have to carry all that with me. Yeah, it's just – I see – I think I understand why Apple did it because I think they are correct in that that is the direction that we are moving. I mean, and what was that? I kind of agree, but I think we're far yeah. from it. I mean, I do too. I do too. But I think this is similar to what they did with the MacBook Air. When the, Mac, when the first MacBook Air came out, it was incredibly slow, incredibly hot, and really – it was fairly expensive. So on a purely rational level, nobody should have really bought that mm. computer. But Apple saw like that is the way that laptops are moving. You know, these hyper mobile, very thin 
Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know laptops. that about the MacBook Air because everybody yeah. always acts like it's the greatest thing in the world. But And, and it um, is a great computer now, but it wasn't when it first started. Yeah, yeah. So I think this MacBook One, this new MacBook that they came out with is kind of like that. Like this first version that I've seen, I've read a lot of reviews about. Some people love it. Some people hate it. But I think we'll look back in four or five years and say, yeah, that was kind of a transition point. That was the first version of this new yeah. computer that basically is the laptop that everybody uses. I think the design of it is is impeccable. Yeah, it's um, really I, cool. I saw sort of um, an image, like a kind of an outline of what the logic board in it. Oh, it's like so it tiny compared it's... to like the uh, other MacBook. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, holy crap! It's tiny, and, uh, the, and the rest of it is battery. Yeah, I'm like, um, whoa! All right. Have you? So, did you see one in person at Best Buy or no? Yeah, yeah. I saw it did you try typing on it? Um, no, because uh, they didn't have a power cord hooked up to it. Uh, okay. So I'm like, did they, they have? Did they lose their one USB C? <laughs> now they can't hook it up. You know. Yeah. So, they have because the, because the one critique that I'm seeing the most is that they have a new keyboard and, and a new mouse. Their mouse right. is force, the, uh, yeah, the force touch, yeah. which the, I've heard a lot of people love the force touch, that it seems that basically all force touch is, is the, the, the surface does not move at all. But the way that it, it vibrates makes it feel like you're actually pushing the mouse in, mm-hmm. which I guess is pretty cool. But a lot of people are very critical of the keyboard because there's a lot less key travel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels so like when you push a but when you push a button on your keyboard yeah. in. It going yeah. down that that the amount of uh, that it has to travel to go down is much less. So it mm. takes a lot less pressure to type. It's more like typing on a tablet, like on a piece of glass, yeah. than it is typing uh, in a traditional older keyboard. Yeah. Some people are saying like they just can't get used to it. Others are saying that yeah, it's weird for the first couple of hours, but then you get used to it and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, so that's that that'll be interesting. I haven't had a chance to try it out myself yet, um, but I know a lot of people are critical of it. Yeah. Well. If you get a if you get a Mac, well, that'll be pretty awesome. So, it, so it sounds like that if you were to get a Mac, it would be either a, an older MacBook or MacBook Air or a MacBook Pro. Yeah, um, I have a I have a MacBook Pro, and it's yeah the pro the pros I think top notch. Um, yeah. Do the pros still have CD drives in them? Because I probably wouldn't need no. that. Okay, they no, don't. no, no, no. They, they, they still don't. have something that still has a CD drive in it. And I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think there's any Apple computers that have spinning drives. The, no, no, no. Uh, 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 disk drive. Oh, uh, hard, C- drive? CD drive. hard drive. CD drive. CD ROM drive. No, no. I don't think. I don't think any of them have CD ROM drives. Yeah, there's there's still one. There's because I no, just saw okay. one. But yeah, right, one, tell you, probably Best Buy just has a super old one that they just haven't been able to sell. It's like ten years old. No, I think I think they still sell. It that, might yeah. be. It might actually be. Hold on. Now I'm curious. Let me go to Apple. Site. I think there might be a very old. No, there's no way. There's no way. I don't you know, know, saw a dinosaur or something. Again, they were talking about um, on this on ATP how this is very different than how Steve Jobs kind of ran new products and stuff. Right. Um, he was he, very minimal in the amount of stuff. Yeah. Now Tim Cook is allowing different products to be out. Greater diversity. Yeah, a little, a little bit more diversity, probably because you know. It's already built into the production line or whatever. It's not, you know, whatever. There's maybe still some value in it. People can still still want to buy it. Um, you yeah. have to be you have to be wrong. There's no way there's a Mac still with a CD or DVD drive. I don't think so. I know my old iBook did, but those are yeah. long gone. I don't know. I can't imagine you would a CD drive. I can't remember the last time I handled the CD. I don't know. I could probably sell my eyes, but. 
<laughs> you know how the memory deceives, dude. Uh, it's I'm true. Pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure. All right. Well, uh, I, I, you know what? Because you're my friend, I will leave you. And I will do more research. I, uh, because I made you know, you know, I'll look it up. And just, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, no, you're, you're obsessing <laughs> over it now. Um, well, while we're talking about uh, Mac and iOS stuff, real quick, I, I just saw minutes. that Monument Valley, which is one of my favorite iOS games, is free at Starbucks this week. What does that so, mean? So you know how Starbucks has – they usually have like an app of the week or something like that where you have that on a little card by the register? Uh, no. Monument Valley must be that. Okay. So if you go in, you can get a little card that has a redemption code on it and you can get the game Monument Valley for free. That's pretty cool. Okay. It is pretty cool. It's a good game. So if you find yourself in a Starbucks and you have an iPhone, grab one of those. <laughs> um, cool. And let me talk. Well, about, let me talk about oh, the yes. Windows a little bit now. Oh yes, um, let me. I've been looking for an app. <laughs> they're um they're coming out with the next you know Windows ten I think into the month. Well, I think they're going to start allowing people that have like previous versions of Windows download the new okay. version of Windows for free. Cool. Um, at the end, or up you know upgrade or whatever um, at the end of the month because I I've gotten like a little thing that popped up and says hey reserve your copy today blah 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 and all this stuff. But in the meanwhile, I think they're doing a series of updates to the computer. I don't know if it's some preparation preparing it for the windows 10 or whatever, but it, I think it's messing up my computer a bit. Um, cause I, you know, you know, I make these reports, um, for the 360 yeah. and I use uh, Excel and Microsoft word in tandem and I'm getting these weird like messages that pop up saying, you know, things underneath the hood aren't working right. <laughs> and I'm so hoping that this doesn't you know, mess me up. Oh, um, what the heck? Yeah, man. Cause it just did a ton of updates. And I'm like, come on, man, this is terrible timing. So, that's what I was working on before um, we got on, yeah. and I uh, actually had to kind of rush to get my mic set up because I kind of lost track of time, but I'm, I'm really hoping this doesn't screw me over. I thought you were going to come out with like a a praise of Windows statements that we were just talking positively about Apple for so long, but that is the opposite of what has happened. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not a, I'm not... Yeah, knocking yeah. them either, but I'm just saying. But wait, so did, did this update automatically download to your computer? No, no, it, it hasn't actually downloaded. Um, oh. oh, no, no, no. The, up, the updates, yes, the updates, yes, but not the upgrade to like Windows 10 yet. Uh, it, it, again, I'm hypothesizing uh, that right. a serial updates are in place to kind of set up the system or whatever for repair. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've kind of is there supposed to be anything new in 10 that you're excited about? Uh, yeah, I think 10 because I, the little you know, small computer that I bought. Uh-huh. Um, has 8.1 on it. So, you know, Windows 8 came out. It was terrible. People didn't like it. 8.1 yeah. came out. And there's things about it I, dis- I like and dislike at the same time. I'm thinking 10 will be that sort of uh, merge between the things I liked about uh, Windows 7. Gotcha. And, like, things that that they're taking, you know. The good thing, good the good things about Win- Windows 8.1 that are improved or whatever. And uh, yeah. whatever new stuff. So I've looked at some of the stuff. I can't remember exactly, but I do remember saying, oh, this will be nice. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. We, we, we'll show, we shall see. Um, yeah. Cool. I'm hoping that the first version isn't just – I understand that Terrible. they're always going to have – I was going to say they're always going to have issues with every release of anything. So anybody yeah. who acts like there's not, they need to get, get real. Um, I'm hoping it's not terrible. You know, right. you know what I mean? Um, right. And that's all I'm hoping. So <laughs> got, high, got high hopes. Yeah, it's 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 so interesting to me how I remember 
when new operating systems coming out was like a big deal and it was expensive as hell to update. Yeah. And it's very interesting how they're just automatic, basically automatic free updates now. At least that's what Apple's well, been doing now for a couple of years. Apple's been doing it for a while. I think Windows is testing the waters out. Yeah. I think Apple, um, by Apple doing it, it has put pressure on Windows, on Microsoft to do the same thing. So, again, I don't think they're offering it. Free to everyone. Free to everything. I, I don't know how it's actually. Works. It's more. It's more complex than just everybody gets right. a free upgrade. Um, but yeah, so that, that should be pretty interesting um, in the next few weeks. Um, if I can sort of get it, but not install it for a while until I just kind of yeah. get all my work behind me. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going to try to do that. Right. Um, yeah. The worst thing would be to yeah. install it and then basically brick your computer. Yeah. And I say that because, like, in my previous job, I know we got to get going in a second, but. Uh, my previous job, man, you know, uh, the whole, like, and I wasn't working on the programming team, but, you know, the people that pr- made this uh, test um, delivery platform, it was like a web um, web application, so it was delivered through Internet Explorer. You couldn't really see it, but in a sense, it was delivered through Internet, Internet Explorer. So it was like an online platform or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had to be so quick on being prepared for the updates, man. Um mm-hmm. Because they could make a, a update to like the internet browser that would totally um, make something that was currently working not working. You know, <laughs> it's so yeah, frustrating. Yeah, no, it's incredibly frustrating. And so, you know, I hope I don't run into that issue where you right. know, um, things that were once working now are working. I, you know, I know that they've come out with like these new versions of Word, Office, essentially, that are supposed to be more like. Um, more like a mix of like online, use it online with mm. cloud mm-hmm. storage and all that stuff. And um, right now, the version of Word that I currently do the work on shouldn't be. I mean, it's 2013, so it shouldn't be outdated. You know what I mean? But unless right. they just decide to say, you know, we're getting rid of this. Everybody has <laughs> yeah. to move to this next thing, man. Um, I don't know. That could that could create some problems that I'm not pre- prepared for. Um, yeah. So that's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's funny. I, as I have gotten older, and I guess the work that I'm doing has gotten more important, I'm much more suspect about just willy-nilly upgrading things uh, because I feel like n- now if something breaks, the stakes are much higher. Whereas before, it was like, oh, my computer's not working quite as good as it used to. I can't, you know, play my games as well. Like, or I, I, I always had plenty of time to figure it out. Now, if I have to spend a day like fixing my computer, that is incredibly, incredibly frustrating. Oh yeah. And so, like, at least the good thing about, like, Microsoft stuff, they're always going to keep sort of legacy things are kind of around just for the government right. and I think education. I think I think even uh, Mac, I think they do educational stuff too. I, I could have sworn Education I used to be it. huge okay. for, for, Mac, for Apple. It's still sizable, I think, but not anything like it used to be. Okay, so maybe not. But uh, they have to keep around these old, older type of things just because people aren't ready to move things over or whatever. But, uh, yeah. So – I don't know. Well, interesting times. Well, we have to keep we have to keep us posted as you uh, make your tech decisions in the near future. I know. The thing is, like, yeah, they have to make these tech decisions, but I'm so out of date and out of touch <laughs> with all like these tech things now. So yeah. I don't know. It's like I have no idea. Could be good. That's why I like now listening to ATV because <laughs> yeah. it's like okay, they seem like they're on the cusp. Again, they seem to think critically about things and not yeah. just pure. Oh, this is great because it's great. You know, as yeah. from a they have a technical understanding of things and why it's good and hearing them break that stuff down. Um, I think is really interesting. And, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, cool, cool. man. 
Well, I, I've, I've been recording this as well, sir. All right, good, because I was just sitting here thinking, wondering if when I changed my audio settings, if that messed up my recording at all. Yeah. Um, so we may be relying on yours. I hope not, because I've never really done this before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, well, we'll see. Um, so is that it for this week? Anything um, else going on? Anything else? Let's go to your list real quick. Sure. I've got uh, – so one thing real quick. Two new podcasts came out last week yeah. that are – Excellent. And so the first one, Reconcilable Differences, features Merlin Mann uh, from Back to Work and all sorts of different things, probably my favorite podcaster, with John Syracuse, one of the three guys from Accidental Tech Podcast, mm. uh, probably my second favorite uh, podcaster. They are together doing a 10-episode show for over the summer. And the first one was really great, and I think the second one comes out today. So check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes. The second one is called Cortex, and it features uh, Mike Hurley and CGP Gray of Hello Internet um, talking specifically about how he – about how CGP Gray works basically. And he's kind of one of those – super nerds like me who spends a lot of time thinking about workflows and processes and and he's a he's a professional YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's interesting to hear him talking about the decisions that he makes to improve the way he works. Um so both of those shows are really good and I'm pretty pumped that they have started. Cool man. Um are they both like on the same network? Are they on five by five or they are both on <sighs> I know Cortex is on Relay. Actually, they both are. They're both on Relay.fm. Uh, so re- you go to, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say, if you go to Relay.fm, you'll see them there. Uh, real quick. I, I know you got to go. Uh, tell me about the shady business uh, dealings at uh, Jim. Dude. Just, right. just really quick. Yeah. So my shady-ass Jim basically just closed their doors one day like <laughs> and left in the night. I had a little bit of a head heads up because my my buddy Blake, you know Blake, yeah, yeah. he also goes to the gym there. He goes in the morning and knows some of the guys there. And I guess one of the guys who works out at the same time he does knows the owner and like knew that this was coming. He told him that Wednesday of last week the gym is closing and like moving to Upland or something. So you would think, as a business that has like memberships that there would be a lead up of informing everybody who is a member of the gym that, Hey, we're closing, but we're reopening over here. And, you know, be aware that this day is our last day. I'm pretty sure I didn't go to the gym like the last four or five days before they closed, but I'm almost positive. There was no announcement, no signage. And that literally just on the day that they closed, they were closed and the people who normally come just showed up and it was gone. And that is super shady. And the other shady thing is like, so I prepaid three months membership at this gym, right? And I still have a month and a half left on my membership. I don't know where this gym is now. Yeah. Supposedly it's somewhere in Upland. I would have guessed that my membership would apply there, but I don't know where it is. And I would obviously like a refund for that prorated amount. I've emailed the owner. I've heard nothing. They charged Blake like the day before they closed, I think, for another month membership or something like that. And Blake has emailed them and gotten no response. So it gets super shady all around. This is a Make- sign. Cancel your membership and go to Claremont Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to go if you're not there. 
Man, you should go anyway. <laughs> yeah. So what I did today, actually, I was an old man and I went for a walk this morning. <laughs> okay. Nice little walk. But I wanted to listen to a podcast and I wanted a little bit of exercise. Speaking of being an old man, I hurt my back so bad yesterday getting off the couch that I had to lay down. <laughs> and it hurt when I, Jeez, when I was breathing. It was really sad. You got to get your core core strength up. <sighs> yeah. You can do that by doing jujitsu. We'll, we'll, we'll both go when I'm backing down briefly. All right. All right. Sounds I'm gonna, good. I'm going to convince you to go. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Good talking to you, dude. Good talking to you. And I'm going to check this recording and make sure it worked all right. <laughs> uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can find yeah. us at thefiledroid.audio slash episodes slash 31. And we're not saying that just for our own ego. That literally the way iTunes works is that the a more of the pod, a podcast gets ratings, uh, good or bad, I'm pretty sure the more likely it is other people will. Yeah find it if you're, uh, if you're one of our friends and you haven't yet rated and review us and you like and enjoy listening yeah. to our show please do so please 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 listen to your heart <laughs> and you know, I don't, isn't that a song I don't, it is now <laughs> i'm gonna try to find that and play it uh, all right are, are you all right we'll talk all right later everybody <laughs> goodbye <laughs>